Something on your mind there, bud? Well, I've been thinking. Oh, what a dangerous pastime. When I imagined being a ghost detective, I thought there'd be less... Paperwork? Yes, and more... Ghost detecting? Well, naturally. Maybe it might have been a bit more... Glamorous? Stop that. Well, but yes. I thought there might have been more... Cases? Ah, there's the rub. Well, kid, here's the thing. Our job is more of a waiting game than anything else. Ghosts won't just land in your lap like... Like... Things that land in your lap. Cats, maybe? Anyway, you have to have patience. A watched pot never boils. Find the patience within yourself to... Answer that phone! Hello, Hughes and Minx Ghost Detectives, Hughes speaking. How can I help you today? Yes? Yes, of course! Sir, sir, please calm down. Sir, please! We'll be over as soon as we can. What was your address again? Okay, Mr. Marlowe. We shouldn't be more than half an hour. See you soon. Ha! Patience! Who needs it when you've got good old-fashioned coincidence? First of all, that was creepy. Oh, can I reinforce that fact? That whole thing was very creepy. Second of all, what do we have this time? Third, can I meet you there? I need to pick up some dry cleaning. Ugh, I can't believe I lost the ticket. They're holding my best jacket hostage. Oh, I can't give you back your clothing without a ticket. A little blue piece of paper. Yeah, I know what it looks like. You handed it to me. Oh, paper is so losable. <laughs> Whoa. I'm... Oh, I'm okay. I'm... No, I'm definitely okay. Oh, legs. Check. Toes. Yeah, I can feel them. Arms, head, vision, yeah. Okay, wow. No, no, I'm I'm fine. I That was rude and very irresponsible. I swear people nowadays. Well, uh, I'm fine. Thanks for your concern. Today is not my day, is it? dry cleaning? Where were you? I tried, but they wouldn't let me have my jacket without the little, um, uh, the, the little paper thing. The ticket? Yeah, that little piece of paper. Well, they are so easily losable. That's what I said. Well, should have said. Well, imagined in my head after it had already happened. Sure. Well, you're here now. Yeah, and I nearly made more work for the both of us. Wait, what? Oh, no, just an irresponsible driver. He didn't even hit me, but it was a close call. God, people nowadays. I know, right? Anyway, let's see, what do we have here? Why don't we push the button and see, huh?
Hello? How can I help you? Mr. Marlowe, we're Hughes and Minx. You requested our services earlier today. We're here to see about your, um, pest issue? Pest issue? Oh, yes! I'm so sorry. Uh, do come in, please, please. Oh, you could not have arrived at a better time. Don't you dare say a word about coincidence. Just up here. I spotted him in my studio apartment in the attic. It's far from an elaborate affair, and I've barely just moved in. I apologise for the boxes and suitcases. It's never easy unpacking, is it? Mr. Marlowe, what exactly did you see? Well, it... it might be easier if you... if you saw for yourself. What on earth is this? Oh, Minx, I fear that this beast isn't of Earth at all. Isn't it terrifying? It started about a week ago with a book or two. I thought I was going positively mad. I nearly got impaled last night with my own Parker pen. Well, that's just shoddy penmanship. Hughes, now is really not the time to be making puns. Take a leaf out of my book. Can you not see that the rest of us have taken the opportunity to be more pensive? Oh, oh no. Mr. Marlowe, some exposition, please? Well, uh, yes. I know that I failed to mention this, but it appears that each time I bring a guest, or a, um, two, I suppose, over to my apartment, they begin to engage in some rather startling wordplay. Puns. They speak in puns. Wasn't that wonderful? Absolutely pun-believable. <laughs> Sophs, take notes. Oh, I forgot my pen in the office. No bother. Just try to catch one of the 50 pens that are threatening to stab us both. At this rate, this ghost will have red in his ledger. Oh, I don't even think that being impaled by a stray ballpoint could be more penful than these puns. Pen puns. Ah! <laughs> Did you hear that, Hughes? Pen puns. Oh, I'm really sorry about this. I've tried everything from priests' promises and prayers. Oh, will you help me, please? Of course. This seems like a standard haunting, if maybe a bit spine-chilling. I mean, it's not as if we were fully booked. Although I'm far from happy with the series of unfortunate events regarding this ghost effect. Don't worry, we'll get to the bottom of this. Bookmark my words. Now, have you actually seen this ghost beyond this incredible stationary storm? Well, when he's being less irrational, sometimes I'll see him sitting at the desk. But he always seems so upset. I never quite know what to do. Well, a neurotic ghostly presence with a penchant for stationary and queasy quips. That's one for the books. I have to admit, that is quite a novel concept. Um, would you like me to try and pacify him. He might listen to me. I almost feel like we've built up a bit of an unspoken rapport since I've moved in. Perhaps we might be able to reason with him. If you would, please. It is impossible to function like this. God, they're getting worse. Okay, okay. Ahem. Ahem. Dear incorporeal sir, as you may know, this is my apartment. I pay rent and you do not. And... I'm not entirely sure why you were here, but I, I think we need, um... Why does it sound like he's dictating a letter? 
Is this how you're supposed to address ghosts? Did I miss the memo? Was there a ghost hunting community email that I didn't get? No, I think he's just like that. I think that perhaps you would like to come out to us and... I don't know, um... And, and talk. Talk about your feelings. What do you want? <laughs> Hello? Sir? Oh, um, so sorry to bother you. These these two kind folks have have a few questions for you. Questions? Always with the questions. And you know what? They never ask, how are you, Harold? How are you feeling? Have you any ideas or inspirations, goals or aspirations? No. It's always, where's my manuscript, Harold? I have a deadline to meet. Or, or why did you write it like that? That's not what I told you, you incompetent fool. Questions and demands. That's all I get. Questions and demands. It doesn't stop, even when you've shuffled off this mortal coil. Well, that certainly explains the puns. It's the death of the author. Oh, yes. The great Harold Shelley. Bested by his own pen lid. Choked. Struck down in his prime. Slain by his own hubris and absent-mindedness. Oh, whoa. Well, I guess the pen really is mightier than the sword. Harold Shelley? Are you, you're Harold Shelley the writer? Yes. Harold Shelley, ghostwriter to the stars. Ghostwriter to writer ghost. That's practically a promotion. Harold, I'm afraid to break this to you, but it appears that you are stuck in a horrible state between life and death. A, a ghostly realm, as it were. Oh, how would you know? What are you, some kind of ghost experts? Should you not have some form of equipment? Well, you say that, but yes. My associate and I run an agency called Hughes and Mink's Ghost Detectives. We were called out by the current resident of this apartment to investigate you. And to ease your right of passage. <laughs> and we did have one of those ghosty beeper detection boys, but I got it off the internet and it never stopped beeping. That's the danger of online shopping, I suppose. Just something to note. The current resident... I'm the only current resident worth his salt around here. This is my apartment. How how dare you? These are my pens, my books, my whiskey. How very, very dare you think that this scoundrel could ever inhabit my home. It was never empty. Harold, I suppose we should just get to the ballpoint. The longer you stay in this realm, the more painful it will become. Time will come and go. Your, your loved ones will get older and move on. You'll lose all sense of your humanity. Mortality will become a distant concept. I'm sorry, Harold, but I'm afraid you're going to have to give up the ghost. Do you mean I'm... I'm trapped here? Once trapped in life, now I lie trapped in death as well. What a terrible state of affairs. I suppose you're right. But how am I meant to move on? I I don't have the first clue about all this, this ghosty business. 
when I was alive, I wasn't even sure there was anything after death. I, I was a stone-cold skeptic. And now, you're just stone-cold. Don't worry. That's what we're here for, Harold. We need to find out what's tying you here. Can you think of any wrongs you need to right? Uh, pendants to deal? Any road not taken? Any grievance left unaired? Ooh, a Jane Eyre reference. That one's good. Oh, I'm not sure. It's all been so much. Dying has really scrambled my brain. Well, I suppose it isn't my brain anymore, is it? Harold, please. Now is not the time to get all philosophical about the logistics of ghosts and consciousness. Stick to the script! Harold, what about this? This doesn't look like anything else you've written. Ah, yes. My joke book. Your what? what? My joke book. As a child, I used to adore those joke books that you got from school book fairs and charity shops. I always wanted to write my own, but it turns out there really isn't any way to make money from joke books. So, instead, I was shoehorned into ghostwriting autobiographies for the moderately rich and vaguely famous. That's no way to live. There's neither the reward nor the notability that I had dreamed of. To be quite honest, I'm surprised you've heard of me, Minx. I've lived a very interesting life. I've just been surveying my options. Maybe start thinking about that once you've paid off that baguette you had for your lunch, Minx. Could that be what is keeping him here? Is this joke book his unfinished business? Oh, I suppose it must be. Oh, oh, hey. It appears that his effect is wearing off already. Good job, team. All we needed to do was drop a print. Oh, mm, must be a more gradual process than I thought. But yes, that should do the trick. I must admit, this pun thing has really caused a plot of bother. I'm relieved that we got to the end of this. I thought that all these puns were going to be the death of us. I was pretty sure that we were going to be Dewey decimated. Anyway, we could send this off to a publisher if you like, and then let you know how it goes. I could do that for him. I feel that this is partly my fault. I'm sorry for moving into your home, Mr Shelley. It would be my honour to help you move on. A last right, as it were. <laughs> what do you think, Harold? Would you be happy enough to let Mr. Marlowe send your joke book? Well, I suppose I don't entirely have any other choice, do I? <sighs> oh, go on then, Mr. Marlowe. I would be more than happy for you to fulfill this unfinished business. Last request? On my behalf. And to hell with my last publisher. He was a scoundrel, a truly ghastly man. If it weren't for him, I wouldn't be in this position in the first place. Well, I might have still ended up dead. Death by pen cap is a fate that doesn't entirely come with much warning. Please, please. My name is Chris. Chris Marlowe. Oh, I'm not even sure you can shake hands with a ghost, can you? The rules of ghostry paranormal occurrences tend to be a bit more slapdash than what you might think, Chris. Well, it seems like you folks have this covered. We should really bounce. Make sure to let us know how it goes. Oh, and leave us a review online, will you? And remember, folks... Don't fear the reader. Hughes. Minx. You're just beating a dead horse now. Get out. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, Hughes. I had some leftover biscuits from last night. Do you want one? Oh, you know I will never pass up an opportunity for free food. Pass one over. Here. 
There's two left over anyway, we'll split them. Sorry, I unfortunately used up all the gravy last night, so you'll have to eat them dry, I'm afraid. Um, Minx? Mm-hmm. Minx, I thought you said you had biscuits. This appears to be some kind of scone. Oh, no, 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 my young, naive, innocent colleague. My gummy gumshoe note-taking partner, the youthful detective that I have so kindly taken under my wise, experienced wing. Minx, and you're monologuing again. Thank you. My point is that these wondrous, flaky backbones of a good gravy-based meal are not mere scones. Well, then what do you call normal biscuits? Well, cookies, of course. Why? Because you cook them? Very inventive. Yes. Shut up. Anyway, this morning, I bear more than simply these crumbly disks of wonder. Is that... Yes! Do you remember that case from about three months ago with the ghost writer who got reported by his living flatmate, but it turns out that the true haunting was the friendship they made along the way? That analogy barely makes sense, but yes, yes I do. Well, this was sitting outside the office this morning when I came in. From the look of it, it seems to be the manuscript of this alleged joke book that they'd agreed to work on together. It must have been sitting there a while. I'm surprised you didn't notice it when you came in. Uh Uh-huh. Must have missed it. So, let's see this famous manuscript. Harold Jenkins' haunted hilarity. Well, that could have been workshopped a little further. Oh! Oh, I really like this one. Which one? What do you call a ghostly bank robbery? I don't know. What do you call a ghostly bank robbery? A bolter heist? (laughs) Oh, hey, (laughs) what about this one? Hmm? What did the ghost (laughs) say to her girlfriend? I don't know. What did she say? You're beautiful. Oh, God. (laughs) Has a publisher actually picked this up? (laughs) Apparently so. (laughs) Uh, according to the letter, Harold found a publisher about a week ago, and the book should be printed sometime within the next year. Oh, that's nice for him. Hopefully then he can move on. Wait, what? There was a letter? Yeah. Mr. Marlowe, uh, I mean, Chris, wrote us a letter. It was taped to the front page. It's very short, just telling us the news, wishing us the best with the agency, and saying that he and Harold are getting along like a house on fire. Nice stuff like that. Who would have thought it? A ghost and a living person, putting their differences aside and writing a joke book together. I imagine that Chris might miss Harold when he finally moves on, but I suppose that moving on is better than the other alternative, isn't it? Yes, it is. Their circumstances are very endearing, and yet you can't even accept that these aren't scones. So this is the thing that makes us snap. Biscuits! After the ghost ghouls and general madness we see on a near-daily basis, it's these? Ah, I know, Hughes. You just couldn't write it. This episode of Hughes and Mink's Ghost Detectives starred the fabulous Sophie Hughes as Hughes and me, Caroline Minx, as Minx. This episode was written by Sophie and edited by Caroline and also featured the voices of the splendid Alexander Dottie as Marlowe and the dynamite Sawyer Green as Harold. Find us on Twitter at Hughes and Minx, and give us a shout if you've got any haunting happenings going on. 